what did I think about the project of making lube? Yeah. Um, I, I think it was easier than than I thought it would be. Yeah. I figured that there was bound to be some like messy something to to get in the way. There's some in, chance that it wouldn't work out, right? Right. Or back in our candle making days, where we like oh, spill it all over, or like honey mead days, where oh, we like where we boiled kitchen. Yes, yeah. flooded our entire kitchen with boiled with honey. Boiled honey. Oh man. It took like years to get it all out. We were finding it forever. So I just have an association with like this type of liquid crafting this kind of project yeah. when we get into this kind of stuff we usually make a mess yeah so it was kind of cool that we didn't at all yeah that was pretty good this is kink quest leveling up our kink achievements one dungeon at a time we're your adventuring companions through the world of kink anna and soren sterling Come check out the community and join the fun at www.kinkquest.org. I still feel weird saying that when the community is still so quiet. Well, yeah. <laughs> I posted today. Did you? Yeah. A couple. I got a couple responses. Okay. A little bit. A little bit of life. Sleeping. Signs of life. Yeah. Discussion on this show may not be appropriate for younger listeners. If you are a young person looking for more information about kink or sexual health, please visit Scarletine at www.scarletine.com. I love when you put on your Mrs. Sexy voice. Oh, is that what that is? It is. This is episode 14. <laughs> Wait, you can't just say that and then just, <laughs> this just is a, move on. I'm barreling on. <laughs> this is episode 14, Homemade Lube. This was a fun one. So in our kind of bigger picture of how we're going to try to keep moving forward with episodes, because it kind of gets hard over time to keep coming up with episode topics. Funky ass shit like every single day. Well, especially with all the real life that Mm -hmm. keeps getting in the way. Yeah. So we wanted to go back and forth. We talked about this in in an earlier episode where we have a kink theory episode where we talk about something kind of deep and thoughtful, Mm -hmm. Uh, an adventure episode. This is where we're trying something new or playing some new game. Yep. A project episode. This is a project episode talking about homemade lube. So something we made or built or did. Mm -hmm. I know a future goal for a project episode is we're going to be trying to make 3D print and cast our own sex toys. Mm -hmm. So that'll be a fun one. That's that's the big project, though. We got to give ourselves a little time. Send in your ideas. Yes. And then a review episode Mm -hmm. where we just talk about something we read or played or watched or did. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think, uh, so what what other updates do we have? We have updates. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, well, so for one, I know we talked a little about the new collar that I had. Mm -hmm. So that is going well. Mm -hmm. I know your initial idea was that it was too big and you didn't like it. I still want to order another one. Do you? You still think it's too big? Yeah. But I wore it out. You did. I wore it out to a burlesque show, mm-hmm. and I wasn't sure I was going to be able to because it felt uncomfortable and, to wear my collar in public. And you got compliments from an older woman when we were leaving the parking garage. She didn't compliment my collar. Mm-hmm. She just said, I love all the green you're wearing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were at home in a burlesque show. It's true. And it, it actually was really fun, and mm-hmm. it was really... Uh, kind of validating to wear my collar in a sort of semi-public setting like that. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoyed that a lot. And I really love my collar, even though you think it's too big. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like it for sleeping in at that size because it doesn't ever snag. or It's not restricting. It doesn't tug. Mm-hmm. So that was good. And being at the burlesque show in my collar 
kind of led me to feel like I want to do more stuff where people are. I know that we're still in a place in the world where we have to be thoughtful and careful, mm -hmm. but I also feel like a lot of the venues that are doing get-togethers are doing a good job at keeping things keeping things like they should be. Mm -hmm. uh, so even though I know a lot of the people around us are not yet comfortable going back to stuff, we're going to kind of venture out a little and try our hand. Mm -hmm. uh, also, our... Our D&D group is on hold mm -hmm. because for the same kind of concerns, everybody's trying to stay responsible and healthy. Uh, so without that, uh, without that taking up our Saturday nights, mm -hmm. we thought we'd try some stuff. So we're supposed to go tonight mm -hmm. to a swinger party. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm looking forward to that, although I also have some physical realities that might get in our way so we'll update next week on whether we actually made it and how it went if we made it see we have a responsibility we have to go <laughs> we have to go we have a responsibility and then next week uh we're looking to go to a kick club mm -hmm. and try that out so we have a lot i know if you have listened to some of the previous episodes you'll know we have a lot of experience at swing clubs mm -hmm. La well, a reasonable amount of experience at King Clubs as mm -hmm. well. But these are both completely new to us. Yeah. And they're venues we've never been to before. So I'm actually really excited to get out there and see what's out there. Well, we're pretty fortunate that there are so many uh, choices, so many places. Yeah, this right? is a great part of the world to mm -hmm. live if you want to try this stuff out. Because mm -hmm. there's a lot. <laughs> Indiana... There weren't a lot of choices. <laughs> Chicago, that was it. Maybe yeah. Indy. Uh, but today we're talking about lube and our past experience. We're just going to touch on that before we dive into our experience with making it. Yeah, well, we spent many years being not really fans mm -hmm. of lube, to it, be honest. It was disgusting. Uh, no, no shade to wet products, but like by and large, they were terrible they were sticky and and not nice mm -hmm. and a lot of the flavored lubes, a lot of the lubes that we tried were actually really not good for mm -hmm. my body mm -hmm. like i would have a lot of problems when we would use lube a lot of times because they had products in them that were really never meant to go in a vagina well this is like uh, all of the products that exist out there that are designed with men in mind we bought a sex toy once mm -hmm. and i'm like we bought it at the sex toy shop mm -hmm. it's a sex toy obviously it's safe and mm -hmm. of course many many people have experienced this where a lot of these products used to not be body safe mm -hmm. and it burned me mm -hmm. i got chemical burns from using it because not not from the lube but from you know this was from toy. the toy this yeah. was it it was a double dildo mm -hmm. I don't it's even, just what whatever rubber it was made out of. Yeah, it's just it, it, not good. It had this awful like chemical off gas mm -hmm. scent when you took it out of the package. Mm -hmm. And I mean, back then there just wasn't the the information available to us that there is now. I was just like, well, obviously it's fine, and then it wasn't. Mm -hmm. So lube was a lot the same. Uh, we we did a lot of we tried like warming lubes, mm -hmm. and those were like not great. Worse, pretty bad. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we mostly just kind of avoided it. Baby oil. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, I know that like there were a couple that I eventually discovered after we moved out here mm -hmm. and, and kind of found some shops that were a little bit more friendly yeah. to Either my anatomy lubes or you know, something that, that was a little bit more designed for real orifices yep. as opposed to, you know, the idea of an orifice. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
but then we discovered a product that really kind of changed our lives, mm-hmm. and it was the Butters Lube, mm-hmm. which... Much love to Jerome. Yeah, there's... Uh, I'm going to have a link on the mm-hmm. site, and I highly, highly recommend it. It is a fantastic product. But it's, a, it's like a whipped lube, mm-hmm. so instead of being a liquid that you're kind of trying to keep in control as you use it, mm-hmm. it's this kind of... Uh, like a butter, mm-hmm. uh, like a soft, like a body butter kind of texture. Mm-hmm. And then you can use lots and lots of it and it warms up and it feels really nice and it works really nice. And it's uh, really friendly to my body. Mm-hmm. So that we've used for years and we'll continue to. And we uh, typically would order like 10 jars at a time mm-hmm. um, just so that we had that that stock to, to pull from and... It would be kind of the staple where it would say, well, we're getting a little bit low. We've got to put another order. Yep, put another butter's order. And then get another box and have that shipped to us. Yeah, so we ordered a box, a huge box, mm-hmm. in the during the heat wave last mm-hmm. summer. And it got to us and was thoroughly melted. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know that it could melt. Yeah, well, I mean, I, figure, I feel like we knew that it could well, because I, using it at summer sometimes. I and, guess. I mean, it makes sense, but like I had never seen it before yeah. melted. But what we learned about the product is once it liquefies, they were actually really helpful. Mm-hmm. And we'd said, oh, we think we may have got a bad batch. Mm-hmm. And they were like, nope, that happens. Right. And they told us how to whip it back up. Mm-hmm. And when we took that kind of deflated and sad Mm -hmm. uh, butters and we whipped it back up, Mm -hmm. it kind of made us realize that actually this is a thing that maybe we could play with Mm -hmm. and maybe be able to make our own scents Mm -hmm. or our own kind of formulations for different purposes. Like Mm -hmm. maybe there would be some preference that we would have that Mm -hmm. we'd be able to more customize if we could make our own. Mm -hmm. And so we went on the adventure of making our own loop. So we did a bunch of research on the internet trying to figure out how do people make this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's not the first time that products like this have existed. Actually, one of the most helpful videos <laughs> was a video of a mom. Um, In some very northern like place. Like Minnesota mm-hmm. or, or northern Wisconsin. And it's cold outside and the kids are coming in remembering this from our little kids Yep, with their cheeks all chapped and their cheeks and their faces are all chapped and so this mom is making up a batch of body butter uh, with the kids her kids faces to put on her kids faces and uh and just went through and kind of walked through that process and it was really simple yeah and so we, we watched a lot of different videos and we did a bunch of research and I ordered a bunch of products to kind of put together and I ordered glass jars, mm-hmm. which I would highly recommend. Yep. Uh, I love the glass jars. They're super nice. Yeah, but ordered like a, what, a dozen or two dozen little glass jars mm-hmm. so that you can reuse those as yep. many times as you want. So we'll be able to wash them and use them again every time we make a new batch. Mm-hmm. So the... The different components, and I'll post the actual recipe that we ended up coming to, although mm-hmm. it is still evolving. Mm-hmm. But the different components are you have some amount of a solid oil. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be shea butter. It's palm oil if you want to use palm oil. I know mm-hmm. that there's some ethical stuff with palm oil. But shea butter, palm oil, uh, coconut oil. We actually or forgot co- the coconut butter. oil. You can use cocoa butter. It yeah. just has like a very chocolatey smell mm-hmm. uh some people love it mm-hmm. i am not a huge fan oh, of I the love cocoa it. butter smell yeah, but i'm just, fine either way it's like overpowering well and if you want to put scents in it mm-hmm. good luck getting any scent to come <laughs> through the cocoa butter smell but, but yes cocoa butter 
But the most important thing of all of this is making sure that the solid to liquid ratio is about right. Yes. So basically you've got some amount of this solid. And again, it's not solid. It's almost like butter. Sure, sure. um, But solid oil. And then you have also a container of liquid oil. And Mm -hmm. the liquid oil, again, is kind of whatever you like. It's olive oil. We used olive oil and grapeseed oil. Mm -hmm. So you're at about three parts solid to one part liquid. Yeah, and that's what lets you be able to whip it up and get that that whipped consistency. Mm -hmm. And even that you can kind of play with up Mm -hmm. or down depending on if you want a more solid product or a more liquidy product. Like Mm -hmm. if you wanted something that was whipped but would still pour, Mm -hmm. then you'd want to take that that liquid up. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, but it's kind of cool because you can move in or out different kind of body oils. I know sweet almond oil is one I really like. I Mm -hmm. might use that in the future and Mm -hmm. see how that works out. For me, it was really helpful because there were, what, 10 different ingredients or so that go into the body butter. Mm -hmm. And it was really helpful to understand roughly what do those things do. Um, So when you understand what those Mm -hmm. things do, then you have a little bit more control in terms of uh, if you want to substitute something, what should you be thinking about? Mm -hmm. Or uh, what could you increase or decrease without really affecting the end product. Right. Well, and I think too, if you have different, like if I have eczema and mm-hmm. I know that there's some kind of oil that particularly works well with my body with mm-hmm. that, like you can kind of, I think in addition to the jobs that these products have in like making the final product, mm-hmm. there are going to be things that are better or worse for you personally. But the, the shea butter and the palm oil, um, cocoa butter and cocoa butter, like those really, their biggest job, in addition to just being nice for your skin, mm-hmm. is to bring that solid uh, component so that you get that that whipped consistency. Mm-hmm. Coconut oil is actually really good for your skin in a lot of ways, and coconut oil is supposed to help with keeping that from being something that's going to give you trouble with like yeast mm-hmm. infections. It's Coconut oil is supposed to be naturally uh, discouraging to that. Mm-hmm. Um and again, with the liquid oils, I think between olive oil and grapeseed oil, there wasn't really much uh, that those specifically brought to the party. Mm-hmm. It was more just having the liquid oil that's nice for your skin. Uh, there's aloe vera. Mm-hmm. So we added some aloe vera gel to it. And that has uh, purposes. Again, I think that's largely just for moisturizing purposes mm-hmm. for your skin. Uh, vitamin E. We put some vitamin E in it, which is supposed to help it last longer. Mm-hmm. Keeps it more shelf, shelf stable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the soy lecatin does the same. I think that also contributes to the the shelf stability of it. And then this one is important. You want to add apple cider vinegar. So we added about a tablespoon. uh, And actually in the next batch, I think I want to turn that up. Because apple cider vinegar adds a little bit of acidity, enough to kind of discourage any kind of growth or yeast colonization or any problems like that that you might expect to see in a product like this. So I find the apple cider vinegar to be a really important component. And then we put uh, Narrowly, which is my favorite essential oil in the world. Narrowly, there's a whole conversation about that, that it has uh, like serotonin boosting Mm -hmm. qualities and it's something that we always really liked in other products before. So Narrowly, another good one you could add is Ylang Ylang, which has got like supposed to be kind of aphrodisiac properties but again this is great because it's really whatever speaks to you if mm-hmm. there's some kind of an oil you like i also want to make a batch of like one jar of this with heavy concentration of tea tree oil in it mm-hmm. because i use tea tree oil anytime i feel like i'm kind of getting out of balance or like i might might be getting some kind of infection mm-hmm. then i will use tea tree oil in some kind of carrier oil and just 
kind of cover slather cover myself yep. in it and it does a lot of good work so i think if i had a jar of this whipped body butter mm -hmm. that had uh, a lot of tea tree oil in it that would kind of be like a medicine product mm -hmm. so we'll go ahead and post the recipe so you could see that on the website um, but the bottom line the most important part is that you take all of those ingredients mix them together over a, a double boiler yeah so you got to melt all the solid stuff mm -hmm. so you, first you melt all that down until it's liquid mm -hmm. uh, and then you add all your liquid ingredients and then you take the whole thing all this is kind of liquid mixed oil it's hot mm-hmm and you put it you can put it in the fridge and then you can just leave it forever mm -hmm. until you're ready to deal with it but if you're like us and you're impatient and you want to do it right now, <laughs> then you put it in the freezer. But of course, at that point, you have to get it out soon enough that it doesn't start to freeze. Mm -hmm. But you basically want it to come back to kind of a general solid state. Mm -hmm. And then you whip it. Yeah, with, you want to be able to like push on it with your finger and have it uh, have be it able still to give. hold its shape. Uh, but it'll, it'll deform a little bit when you push on it. Yeah. So if you're a baker, if you think about butter, when you first pull the butter out of the fridge, it's solid. And mm -hmm. when you touch it, it goes nowhere. Mm -hmm. uh, but for certain things, some things that call for softened butter, you need to wait until you can touch it and it will give. So and not like when you leave it on the stove and then it just melts all over the place. Not like that. Yeah. N no. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's when I bake. That's when you bake. That's right. So... Then you get it into that state, mm -hmm. put it in a, a mixer, hopefully yeah. a stand mixer if so you have one. So we used a stand mixer. I've heard immersion blenders work just as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're going to just be doing a little bit more manual labor there. I yep. think you could do it with like a hand mm -hmm. blender, but it would, you would, your arm would get really tired. Yeah, <laughs> really tired. Uh, and then you basically, whip. I don't know, maybe there's like a DS element there. It like could maybe be. your dog Service. stands there yeah. and like yells at you while That's you whip right. it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> infuse it with like some good DS energy, you know? <laughs> but you whip it probably for longer than you think you should. Yeah. Um, because it really takes a little bit of time to incorporate all the air that you need to in it. Yep. It'll change color mm -hmm. and it will keep, basically you, what you do is as you whip it, it keeps gaining volume. It's mm -hmm. getting bigger. This is kind of like if you make meringue. Mm -hmm. uh, so it gets bigger and bigger and you really just whip it until it stops gaining volume. Mm -hmm. And then after that, you bottle it up. Pop it into the jars. Put it in the fridge. And then you test it out with some hand jobs. There you go. <laughs> or, or anal, either way. It, it's worked for that too. So anything else about the day that we made it? That Anything about that, that experience mm -hmm. that stands well, out to I, you? I think... It's uh, been a little while now. It has. So I think the interesting part about it is that uh, it is it is entirely a not mundane uh it's like household house. domestic it's totally like a domestic activity mm -hmm. that is really all by itself it's not amazing mm -hmm. it's not it's not there's nothing explicitly sexual about it but, but it was just it was fun it was like cooking together it was like we're just in the kitchen together like just oh, doing our thing sure but i what i was gonna say is yeah. it, there's nothing explicitly sexual about it but it is still kind of sexy mm -hmm. because the whole focus of what it is that you're doing, the, the, the focal point of your energy is that you're making something that's going to be used to um, facilitate hand jobs yep. and sex and anal sex and like finger game, finger game. And like <laughs> that, that's where my mind was 
not for any explicit reason, but kind of this passive so It's reason. kind of a low-level, sexy is. activity. It is, yeah. Well, so think... this is sort of like, you know, making pasta together or something like couples night. You mm-hmm. go out and you, like, do a, a pasta date-making night kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, where it's kind of sexy because of what it is that you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is that, but just kind of amped up. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, this is fun for anybody, mm-hmm. but the thought that I had in my head is thinking about times when there have been issues for me where... I'm depressed and sex is hard to approach Mm -hmm. or there's physical stuff in the way and sex is hard to approach. And I think if I were in that state and you and I spent all afternoon Mm -hmm. kind of planning together, focusing on how to make the perfect lube Mm -hmm. and then making it together, Mm -hmm. I think that could be something that could kind of help me relax and be ready for that. Um, So I think it could be therapeutic in Mm -hmm. some ways. To be crystal clear about how I feel about this product, whether we're talking about the butters from Jerome or homemade product, Mm -hmm. I don't think that there will be a better lube that comes out uh, as a product. I think that this type of lube is something that's essential and everybody should just have it in their fridge. Yeah. Unless you have some sort of uh, challenge with with any of the chemicals or or something along those lines, I just feel like it's a really good, uh, safe easy to work with product that just leaves you feeling nice yep. as opposed to anything dangerous or, or unwanted. Mm-hmm. That's true. I really love the stuff. And again, highly recommend that you give the butters a try because mm-hmm. before you make it, uh, because then you kind of know what you're shooting for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, for us, it wasn't about something instead of that. It was mm-hmm. more about what if we could control every little detail? Mm-hmm. What if we could make it exactly like we wanted to? Mm-hmm. And it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. So I really love the the product that we resulted in. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love the, the little bit of narrowly scent mm-hmm. to it. For me, like I will wake up the next morning and mm-hmm. smell that on my body. And it's just a, it's just a pleasant smell to mm-hmm. me. And the thought that I had is... After we made it, I was like, this is like the best holiday gift we could ever give to kinky friends. Oh, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Nice jar, ribbons, whatever. Like, Well, so let's get our, our sex toy making game on before mm-hmm. like next holiday season. Yeah. And then we can make little kinky gift baskets right? with a sex toy that we have made specifically for that person mm-hmm. and like their favorite color and the things we know about oh, yeah. them. And then like... Two jars of homemade lube. Oh, like, this is going to look like a dick then. Got two jars of lube, one sex toy. You don't know that it's a dick sex toy? Okay. It could be shaped like a lot of different things, <laughs> Soren. It could look like many things. <laughs> could it? It's a gift basket. That's right. You know, it's like a, a bounty. It's like a bottle of liquor with two little bags of nuts on the side. <laughs> totally straight. Companies give that to people all the time. <laughs> It's totally cool that it looks like a dick. Uh, It is literally a sex toy gift. It is. It's fine for it to look like a dick. Oh, yeah. It would be a lovely gift. I would like to receive that. Would you? Yes. Maybe I'll get it for you then. (laughs) Good luck trying to make a sex toy without my help. Like, you could totally make this lube without me. No, you just won't know that it's for you. Got it. So you're going to make me make it. And I'll, we'll wrap it up. And then you'll wrap it up and give it to me. That's about, like, most of the Surprise. gifts I receive. <laughs> Here's your thing that you made. <laughs> so, do we do it? I think that's it. I think it's a pretty good one. It's in the bag. 
So what levels did we gain in making homemade whipped lube? Mm, I feel like uh, homemade lube demigod status in that we can kind of control all of the different parts and pieces of, of what it's like. So like Genesis skills, yeah. like Genesis levels. We're not like there creationists. yet. We're, we're moving we're in that direction. Yeah. We're working on it. Got it. Yeah. Uh, I think we, we got levels in whipping butters back up in the case that we order more. It's true. Mm-hmm. We learned how to fix it when we break the butters. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought we just had a box full of like ruined yep. butters. Yep. And learned that you can actually go fix it. It's you tedious totally to fix it. Tedious to clean it up and, and all that. Getting it out of the jars and back in is kind of a pain in the butt. But right. I mean when but it's all actually liquid. Yeah. Then... But if that's literally all you have to do to get access to the best lube in the world. It's true. Take it out of the box, whip it, put it back in. It's true. It's not too bad. That's pretty fair. Life is okay if that is your biggest challenge. <laughs> if that's your biggest challenge. Yeah. I think too that you could argue that we picked up some anal levels for making oh. our own lube for anal. Oh yeah. You know, it, it's like you're you're becoming like more of a master mm. at the art of anal when you can like craft your own lube. It's like post-apocalyptic skills. Ooh, it is. Yeah. Because when the apocalypse comes now, we will still not have to have dry sex. Yeah. Well, and actually be able to run the world because everyone will have to come to us to get. Oh, like our homemade we'll like, lube will become the new currency of the post-apocalypse? We'll like the lube lord. <laughs> the lube lords. This sounds like a science fiction story that I need to write. Lube lords. <laughs> and everyone's like, please, if we can just have two jars. And we're like, bring us the proceeds of your garden. And you could have one. And you may have one jar. You'll not see this offer again. <laughs> we're the worst. Like L- Lube lord levels. Lube Lord levels. <laughs> like, you would think we'd be like, oh, we'll make the world a better place. Lube for everyone. But no, we're going to create a new lube-based economy. That's right. In the post-apocalyptic <laughs> world. <laughs> there it is. There it is. See you in the next level. See you in the next level.